political language is designed to make lies sound truthful and murder respectable and to give the appearance of solidity to pure wind. From the English author George Orwell. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for March 28th to April 4th, 2014, the new pink moon, and this is selected from the Almanac archives. Some natural events for this quarter moon. Awanajo, or Blue Hill Mountain, as the locals call her, is not really a mountain in the strict topographical sense, being just under 1,000 feet in altitude. But she is our mountain. She is not Everest or Denali or Fuji or Katahdin, but she is our Everest, Denali, Fuji, or Katahdin, and she is our holy mountain. From the summit, we look down on the world as it is, subspeaky eternitatis, that is, under the gaze of the eternal. We look down on the world as the Creator does. And what do we see? We see forests and hills to the west and north. We see coastline, islands, and open sea to the east and south. Beyond the islands, the sea falls off over the edge of the earth, appearing endless. Likewise, the forests and hills disappear over the far horizon, though on a very clear day, Katahdin may appear as a faint shadow far off to the northwest. We see the enormity and beauty of the works of nature and the insignificance of the works of man. All the rushing about from store to bank to post office to hospital to school, all the coming and going, the getting and spending, the hammering and honking are absolutely invisible from the mountain. The labors of men and machines for two centuries have changed the look of the town very little. It's still just a rough and slightly raw patch surrounded by a vast, living, growing wildness. Looking down on the village, we can barely make out the steeples of three churches, which from the height appear almost identical, even though those who gather within them are convinced that their differences are great enough that very few would consider attending all three. If we were to be taken up onto the highest mountain in the world, the human suffering and strife, the wars and the warriors, the frantic markets and the frenzied martyrs, the masters of war and the masters of greed would disappear. Engulfed in the vast roundness of the earth, the body of God, living, breathing, growing, and dying ever so slowly and patiently. It is one earth. It is one body, one viewed from the height. This great body has one natural hope and desire, that is, life. It has one indigenous and universal religion, that is, to live and die so that others may live and die. It has one true and absolutely practical creed expressed in all the world's faiths, that is, to do to others what you would have them do to you.
Looking out from the summit, we see how little we really need, yet how much we demand from this great body. The most disquieting thing we see is how great the earth is and how small we are. This is what our eyes see. What our hearts see is this. If we do not follow the creed of the earth, if we do not pass the simple test which she gives to all creatures, if we do not understand the tough love that she practices, then the hair and bone of our kind will be carefully gathered up by her and turned into soil and rock for the quiet and gentle advancement of her holy purposes. <clears throat> there are those who will call this view from the heights romantic, sentimental. They would do very well to get out of their climate-controlled offices with their flat angles and surfaces, out of their cars and limousines, away from their lying spin doctors and psychophantic yes-men and brutish bodyguards, far away from their big bucks, their big bombers and big bombs, out to where they are all equally creatures, out to where they can see Mother Nature's sharp, gaunt, huge, and hungry teeth. They would do very well to struggle alone up a mountain in Maine in March. And finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you this week from Alice M. Swaim. Courage is not the towering oak that sees storms come and go. It is the fragile blossom that opens in the snow. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>